0: Now on Sporting Goss. It's time for useless AFL stats. bit of light relief on this Tuesday it's been heavy so far with all the COVID dramas and Eagles flying out and the latest on the Dockers, Ben Simmons not going, dramas at the Tour de France so let's lighten it up with our regular Tuesday segment with Aaron Delaport and the team at Useless AFL Stats and you can follow them on Facebook. Dell, appreciate your time, let's get straight into it, it is a very big episode today, so big is the Richmond St Kilda, we've decided to break it into two parts tell us more
1: yeah, well, it was a huge weekend of uh, useless stats and the Richmond and St Kilda game was definitely one of the highlights. So we'll start with St Kilda and their stats. Uh, Saints player Nick Coffield became the first named sub to become subbed off in AFL history. Of course, Coffield was scheduled to be sitting on the bench, but he got the late call up on the field when Jack Billings hit his knee in the warm-up. And unfortunately for Coffield, he did his hamstring in the third quarter to get subbed off and uh, earn this rare first in AFL. The Saints also became the 14th team to lose to the current Wooden Spooners and then beat the reigning Premiers Mm. in successive rounds. Whilst their 126-point turnaround, having been beaten by Richmond by 86 points earlier in the year, raised a few questions our way, but it is far from the record. This belongs to Adelaide who in 1992 lost to Geelong in round eight by 123 points and then defeated them by 91 in round 23. An amazing 214-point differential.
0: Yes, it was a very, very big turnaround by the Saints. Good stat. Useless. Nice work. Part two, the Tigers and the Saints.
1: Yeah, so onto the Richmond uh, stats. And as the reigning premiers, Richmond's score of 210-22. It's the lowest score by a defending champion since Richmond scored just 2 7 19 against Collingwood way back in round four 1960. Overall, it's the fifth lowest score by Iranian Premier, with Essendon holding the record, scoring one goal less, 1 16 in round 12 1902 against Carlton after winning the 1901 flag. Richmond's 23 free kicks one more than their total score. Um, has been done many times, so teams scoring uh, less than their free-kick tally. Fremantle most recently did this in 2020, scoring 2-4-16 while receiving 19 free-kicks against Geelong, but the record for this stat is truly staggering. In Round 16 1971, South Melbourne scored 3-15-33, but received 72 free-kicks in an era where the whistle was blown with alarming regularity. The 39 free kick to score differential is a record that surely will never be broken.
0: Wow. What about Samson Ryan? He was a young man and made his debut. He figures are in the useless AFL stats from that game as well.
1: Yeah, so Samson Ryan became the tallest ever Tiger to grace an AFL field at a towering 206 centimetres. However, unfortunately, he had a of to forget. His first contest were in a free kick, whilst at his second contest, he. Had the absolute stuffing knocked out of him, and he struggled through the rest of the game, recording just a solitary hit out for an AFL fantasy score of minus two. Uh, that prompted a lot of queries to us, but surprisingly, this ranks him as just the equal eighteenth lowest fantasy score on debut. The record for the lowest is held by St Kilda's Jackson Ferguson, who in his only game had three handballs and conceded four free kicks before he. Coach Scott Waters subbed him out and later delisted him. Let's hope young Samson has a better <laughs> fate and can get another crack at it.
0: I'm sure he will.
1: <laughs> our favourite stat from the weekend mm-hmm. was uh, that Dustin Martin became the first player ever to grace a football field, having won more Norm Smith medals than his team kicked goals during the game. <laughs> of course, Dusty's got the three. Uh, he trumped <laughs> Richmond's two goals and he actually kicked one himself. Uh, on our Facebook page this stat has over 9,000 reactions and half a million views. Sometimes, Tim, it's the simpler <laughs> stat, the more amusing.
0: It does. Every stat you come up with is amusing, but that is fantastic. Three, three Norm Smiths for Dusty, just two goals on the weekend. That is a useless AFL stat. All right, well, it's all a bit crazy the way that the COVID world is looking, but let's have a look at a, an AFL countdown for the weekend.
1: Yeah, so the margins of the four AFL games played on Saturday produced an amazing result. With Fremantle winning by 12 over Collingwood, North Melbourne by 9 over the Gold Coast Suns, Port Adelaide by 10 over Sydney, and the night game saw Melbourne defeat Essendon by 11. So if we rearrange those margins from lowest to highest, we see them being recorded as 9, 10, 11 and 12, and this is just the second time ever in AFL history we've had four games in the sequential margin order on the same day, the only other time this occurred was in round 19, 1974. where Collingwood won by twenty-three, Footscray by twenty-four, both Hawthorn and Richmond by twenty-five, and South Melbourne, as I know back then, by twenty-six.
0: Mm. Bailey Dale likes to bounce the ball, and I know he's figuring this prominently this weekend. Useless AFL stats.
1: Yeah, so the Bulldogs defender Bailey Dale went within one running bounce of setting what would have been a very unique useless stat. Dale had six consecutive running bounces in the last quarter for the Bulldogs when he ran out of defence before he was corralled on the far wing <laughs> yes. by Andrew Gaff and he was forced to handle backwards. Had Dale have managed a seventh bounce, he would have joined just three other known efforts by players. They were Michael Mitchell, Mick McGowan and Brent Harvey. McGowan and Mitchell both won goal of the year for their efforts in 1994 and 1990 respectively. And Harvey has been credited with the behind of the century for his seven-bounce effort in Round 3 2010 against West Coast. So had Dale completed the seventh bounce, he would have been the only player (laughs) to ever do so without kicking a score.
0: Woulda, coulda, shoulda. Very good stuff by the team at useless AFL stats. Aaron Dallaport, what about a triple-double to finish? Yeah, so
1: with the NBL Finals having wrapped up and the NBA Finals in full swing, the useless AFL stats team took a deep dive into AFL triple-doubles, the AFL equivalent being a player who can record double-digit stats in three or more of the basic categories of kicks, handballs, marks, tackles and goals, and we found some uh, very useless stats. So just two players have recorded four consecutive games of triple-doubles. They are Tom Rockcliffe and Bo Waters. Whilst only six players have recorded the rare quadruple doubles, so that's 10 kicks, 10 handballs, 10 marks, and 10 tackles, those being Scott Thompson, Joel Selwood, Brent Stanton, Ben McGlynn, Tom Rockcliffe, and Corey Enright. And just Joel Selwood is the only one to have picked up three Brownlow votes. Quite Quite amazing, that. But the triple double of 10 handballs, 10 marks, and 10 tackles, but less than 10 kicks, has never been recorded. Similarly, 10 kicks, 10 marks, and 10 tackles, but less than 10 handballs is extremely rare. In fact, it only happened once in AFL history, and that was by Jimmy Bartel. until the last few weeks. Tim Taranto did it for GWS in round 14, and then Dane Zorco did it again on Thursday against Geelong. Both had very similar stat lines with just the six handballs, but they both had 18 kicks and 12 tackles. Taranto had 11 marks and Zorko 10.
0: Ah, brilliant. Brilliant. The world's gone crazy, but not so the team at Useless AFL Stats. You can follow them on Facebook today. Some hardcore work done by the group. And uh, you'll be happy to take any people who follow you on Facebook, any uh, you do answer, I know, and you do also lean on some other great stat getters as well to come up with your Useless AFL Stats. Appreciate your time, as always, Della. We'll do it again next week.
1: No worries, Tim. Enjoy lockdown.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm Sam so, I'll love it. Aaron Delaport, useless AFL stats.